there, mother lovers. This is Elena Turley, your host, and welcome to the Unboxable Podcast, a place for mothers who are seeking holistic health and maybe a new way to look at a few things. Please enjoy this episode. Hello, and welcome back to the podcast with the amazing Annalise Warren. Annalise, welcome. Hi, Elena. Thanks Hi. for having me. <laughs> now, I didn't tell you this ever, but my actually my best friend in primary school her name was Annalise so I always really like saying your name and connecting with you it gives me a nice little warm fuzzy but uh the reason that I have you here today is I don't know very much about your story and how you came to do what you do and I would love to know and then that got me thinking that other people in my audience would also love to know your story so tell me a little bit about you where you are what you love to do tell me a bit about your family just give me a little background do you want the start or the now? Well, first. a bit of a bit of both. Tell me now first, and then we'll go back. Okay, so right now I live on the coast of down near Melbourne, and I live with my husband of nearly thirteen years and our four children, who are nine, seven, four, and one, and we are living in a house that we, my husband, owner built. We we built ourselves and designed ourselves and in this moment we are homeschooling and I run two businesses that um that is our that is our life that is what supports us as a family so that's kind of where we are love it main breadwinner yeah living the dream <laughs> it's so many dreams just in that little couple of sentences I mean there's so many the, dreams the dream of a family of four there's the dream of a a loving and long-lasting marriage. There's the dream of a partnership that builds a house and creates a design for that house. And then there's the dream of you being the CEO of your business and your life and being the main breadwinner as well, which is pretty amazing. So yeah. I think one of the things I find about you, Annalise, is you're, you're very humble and it's fascinating to me once I get you talking how much I don't know about you and also how much there is to you. So tell me a little bit about what led you to be in this position in your life. Well, I, I feel like I got literally bitten by a bug, a business bug when I was engaged actually. So what, I was like 22. So I, and until then I had no, I had no real true ambition. I kind of didn't know what I was doing. I, my parents um, were separated when I was really young, like tiny, can't remember. So I was the single, I, I had a single mum. There were four of us. Today's episode is brought to you by the Soul Mama Membership. It is a safe space online for mothers and it is specifically created for women to access a community, a nurturing community that provides gentle accountability and encourages you to walk step by step, small choice by small choice towards a holistic and healthy lifestyle. It really just allows you to become more relaxed, have more fun and show up as the best mum and human possible. 
visit www.soulmamahub.com. That's S-O-U-L-M-A-M-A-H-U-B. Nice one, ladies. There were multiple fathers for the four children. Um, I was the eldest. We, My mum didn't really work very much and um, had some kind of health challenges, quite a few health challenges, which meant that we really didn't have any money like my dad paid for private school and I had stability in that in that home but in the home I was in most of the time it was very loving but quite chaotic and very definitely not a calm environment there was a lot of pressure a lot of responsibility a lot of chaos um and I feel bad saying that to be honest Elena because I love my mom and she tried so hard but I think, and I get emotional even talking about it. I think sure, she, she had a really, she had a really hard childhood. Her mom died really young. Like, so she was just, yeah. she's alive and we still have a great relationship, but um, it was tricky for a while. And yeah. looking back, it was, um, it pushed me, I think, to be that leader, to mm. like have that young. Yeah. And so I guess that's kind of given me the, I think that's kind of where that quality came from of being, you yeah. know, in that that control control space and and having that that disposition, I guess. Yeah. So then I studied marketing, and then when I finished marketing, it was the height of the GFC, and so I could not get a junior marketing job. Wow. So my my uni job was working in a training company, and that then I got promoted in that in that role. And then I moved from training company to training company, managing national training companies in the end after, you know, a decade of experience. Um, And then my husband and I then at that point, so my husband and I met when I was 16, actually. Wow. (laughs) And he was 19. So we've been together for a while and I did traveling without him and all of that, but he was still the one. So (laughs) if you believe in that, he was the the guy for me. That's nice. Um, So... After a decade of working in training companies, we had decided with our then two children, we wanted to move from the city where we were living back to the coast where we were from originally. So oh, I live cool. where I grew up. And I tried pre-COVID times to work, get flexi time work from home and was declined. And it was yeah. a two-hour drive. Wow. And, and I didn't want to leave when my children were asleep and come home when no. my children were asleep. So hard. So I quit and that was six, nearly six years ago now. And with that, we live regionally. So I live like a K and a half from the beach and we've lived in this town. So um, I quit and we started our business. Cool. So that was a marketing agency. My husband was a carpenter at the time. And so we have a tradie marketing agency and that's where we started. Which is brilliant. So needed. Yeah, it's um, yeah, it was it was good, and it did what we wanted, which was mate, let him quit his job, yeah. and then because I had managed that, we were supporting, you know, supporting two then three children, and him on the business. Women started asking me how to do that, like how they could grow their business and how they sure. could not go back to a job that they hated and put their kids in daycare for, you know. an hour of whatever so 
I started mentoring women and helping them to DIY their own marketing That's cool. and grow their own businesses. And that was probably four years ago now. And that became my love was helping women claim the life that they truly you know, want and desire and realizing that the paradigm that we had been taught, which was like, go to school, go to uni, get a good job, like, you know, work for 40 years, retire, have a good time. Like <laughs> if you yeah. have any energy left, um, was just so outdated and we didn't yeah. have to live in that. Like we were all squishing ourselves into a box that just is like kind of the box actually doesn't exist. We're just squishing mm. ourselves down. You know the name of this podcast, right? Unboxable, yes. <laughs> now you get it. Yes, yes. Now you get it. Yeah. And, oh, I agree. And so that's what has been my passion ever since is mm. empowering women. And um, going back to what I said when bitten by the bug of business at 22, mm. I had an idea about um, – I've had before that had multiple little small things on the side because sure. I just had all of these little ideas that never really, yeah. you know, yeah. became, were hobbies and things. But yeah. when I look back, that's the common thread is empowering, like equipping and empowering women. Yeah. And, and maybe it goes back all the way to the start with my mother and seeing that she really wasn't yeah. empowered and equipped. She was, you know, doing yeah. the best she could and really struggling. And I know that that's not like that's not where we have to stay. If yeah. Even if that's where we start, that's not yes. where we have to stay. Yeah. And we can begin to climb out of that and, and yeah. change things. And like I said at the start where I am, but look where I started. Like yeah. it's not like I, yes, I went to a private school, but I have, worked, you know, I've literally taken, crawled myself from one spot to another with that one leg up, like, um, yeah. Yeah, so I just, that's what I want for all women is for them to create the life that yep. they want, not what society says that we should want or like. Yes, that's right. Any of the things, so. Oh, what a wonderful story. And there's, there's so much to unpack from what you said, but I think one of the things I'm the most curious about is how does it work day to day? So you run this amazing business and you help women but you also have four children and your husband and yourself have built a house what do your days look like with all of that going on how do yeah. you manage that well this year it looks a lot different than it ever has so the house that we built we moved in a year ago pretty much this week um congratulations thank you we're still not finished but, but, we're in. <laughs> but before we moved in it took three years Elena yeah. three years of building so three yeah. years were was part-time kids part-time house like part-time business literally yeah. that was kind of the day just all juggled yes. into one messy no day the same kind of yes you no know, gosh I relate to that just just yes. squishing it in when you could like yes. oh, okay I'll do a bit at night oh hang on I'll do a bit in the morning like oh yes. I've got me you know like just my husband wasn't working so I do have that yeah which is like, amazing support but still building a house and minding four kids while you yeah. work or you know that's working in another way so that's working yeah. in the home as opposed to working out of the home that's the way yeah. I put it yeah and um that's still working you're still both yeah. working you know yeah and yes well, I, I was on. working. I, my husband hasn't worked now for four and a half years in a traditional capacity. Right. Um, right. And he works a bit in the business, but mostly his job was to build the house. 
Cool. And last year in particular, when we had a deadline because our house insurance was going to run out. Oh, wow. Last year, I was, last year was really, really hard. It was really yeah. hard yeah. because I had a newborn. Yes. I had three other kids in and out of school because of lockdowns. Oh, yes. And I had the business and my husband was gone from literally seven in the morning to like 11 o'clock at night. So he, I was like a single mother, not like, I know not because I had that support and all of that, but it felt like six to seven days a week that it was just all on me. And I don't, honestly, I don't know how I did it. Like, I don't know how I made it through, except for the fact I knew that there was light at the end of the tunnel. Mm. It was like survival mode to the fullest. Like we we had never co-slept before, but the baby was like not moving out of the bed because I could not sit up. Like (laughs) I could not sit up. No, you needed the rest. I think it's amazing that you did that, that you changed things so that it worked because we are so adaptable. We are so incredibly resilient. We can do so many hard things, harder than we think we could Mm. once we need to. Mm. And the fact that you did all of that, it must give you at least subconsciously a deep kind of resilience, a deep kind of self-belief because once you can navigate something that hard, then other things seem easier. Yeah, yeah. Either way, either way. I do. And then also, I don't know how to explain this, Lena. This is just me being really honest. Mm. I think sometimes it's a struggle because, one, I feel like um, I don't, like everyone has their own, like, capacity points and I don't want to then be like, oh, look how great I am. Oh, gosh, no. That's That's not what you sound like. No, and I know that, but at the same time, I don't, I find myself sometimes lacking empathy or understanding for people who complain about small things, which I really, <laughs> like, this is just me being totally transparent, I understand. Right? I like, understand. Oh, and then I feel really guilty for that because everyone does have their own capacity points. Well, yeah, but it's also a bit like, like, so like if you're dreaming of buying a house, say, for example, to use that example, yeah. and then someone talks about the complications involved in the purchase of an, of an amazing house that they're about to move into mm. or the sale of one house and the purchase of another, it's hard to be compassionate for that person because you're like, well, you're missing this amazing thing that you've got going on. Mm. And yet that experience is valid. You know, that person's experience is valid. Their emotions around that experience are valid. But so is your response, which is, well, you know, do you not see how awesome that is? You know, that's also valid. And I think we all have our own approaches and they all come from our own particular experience at any given time, you know, and when you've had an experience like that, it does make you tough and resilient. I think we just, like you said, we think we actually are stronger and can deal with more than we think that we can. And and I think maybe now that I'm like thinking about it, it comes back to often we just play too small and maybe that's what right. the heart of it, like the anger kind of it, not anger. anger well, frustration, word, like, I think. Yeah. To be like, you're so much bigger than that. Like yes. you're, you're really got the blinkers on, like take them off, like stand up, shoulders back, be free. Like you, you can do it. Yeah. I know so, what um, you mean. Maybe that's what it is more than I think a you're judgmental right. cow. <laughs> no, no, I think you're right. And it's not judgmental to have those thoughts and to admit to those thoughts. And one thing I wanted to point out is, you know, it's easy to idealize that year that you did and to go, oh, well, how amazing and how strong and how brilliant. When you're in those years, it is not amazing and strong and brilliant. It is really no. tough oh, and really relentless. And you're just hanging in 
you're just hanging in by the, by, by the skin like of your teeth. Seriously. Yeah, and I think that also needs to be openly stated that, yes, we achieve great things when we knuckle down and we work hard, hopefully. Sometimes we learn great lessons. Sometimes we fail the thing we set out to do and we learn a lesson that sets us up for the next big thing. It's mm. not always a success story after those hard years. Yeah. I had, you know, decades of hard years. There were no, not a lot of wins in those years, you know. Yeah. They definitely taught me a shitload about life. Mm. And so now I look back and I think, well, thank goodness that all happened. That's not to say they were easy years or that, I enjoyed that time or that I would want to do that again, you know. So there's that weird thing about when you go through hard times, you just, I guess, get the experience that you can survive it. Like it's a survival thing, you know. It was totally survival. I felt like I was doing, I mean, I think like I I felt like I was doing everything badly. I was like, I'm barely running a business. I'm barely like meeting the needs of clients. I'm definitely not, you know, like meeting the needs of my husband and like our relationship, Mm. you know, like Mm. that was not like nothing was thriving. Everything was Mm. like, it just, just barely like. Mm. (laughs) I relate to that totally. And like, I feel like that sometimes at the moment I'm training for my black belt as a lot of people know at the time of recording. And I had this imagining that when I was preparing for my black belt grading, that I would be top of my game, fittest I've ever been, you know, feeling amazing, like I imagine a black belt would feel. <laughs> Let me just say that is not how I'm feeling. I am feeling all kinds of things, all kinds of things, a whole range of things. But it's not that ideal perfect vision. It's a bunch of looking at my limitations, looking at the reality of what I can do in the day. You know, so this is where I'm at in my life. This is what I have on my plate. This is how I prioritize. And black belt's fairly high on that list at the moment because that's my next big thing, you know. And it's an event you can't move. (laughs) Yes, and it's not flexible. But there's this sliding smorgasbord of priorities at all times, especially as a a working mother, whether it's in the home working or out the home working, you've got this huge Mm. amount of stuff on your plate. And then you add to that big visions like houses and starting businesses and things like that. Yeah. And it's this ever evolving pressure and how we meet that pressure fascinates me and how you meet that pressure fascinates me. Like what do you do when you feel that overwhelm and that creeping sense that it's all too much? What's your first go-to move? Um, To burst into tears and like need cuddles from my husband. And my husband is amazing. He's, yeah. He he's such a good man. Like I, I really did black out with a really great hubby um, who supports me through all of my harebrained crazy ideas because everything that we do is like my friend has a joke that I'm the accelerator and he's the brake because I'm just like, <laughs> we're going over here. Yeah, we're like, this is a good idea. Woohoo. And he's like, whoa, like he, he's so easygoing and simple like simple's the wrong word, but like he would just be happy with, you know, a couple yeah. of kids, an okay yeah. house and a couple of cars. I'm like, you yeah, know, that, sound, that sounds mean, but like. No, I get what you're he's saying. He's very easily pleased. He's very yeah. cruisy, like go with the flow. I don't think and there's so, anything wrong with simple. One. Yeah. I just didn't want to be, you know, sound degrading because that's you're saying. not what I meant. Yeah, yeah. He's just, he's just happy. Like he's just easily, yeah. just cruisy, easily pleased. So anything I'm yeah. like, Let, let's try that. He's like, oh yeah. yeah, okay. Like he can get on board, but he's not like, anyway. Um, That's funny. So that, 
I, I exercise. Um, oh yeah. I, what do you do? What's your exercise? I, I go to the gym. I love the gym. Cool. I get in water. Like I, the gym down here is actually, it's like a pool and a sauna and a gym right. and classes, reformer. Nice. Um, I pray. Awesome. I'm a prayer. Um, yeah. But this year, Elena has been really different because my husband's home and he's yeah. not working and he's not building the house. Wow. And so from when we moved in, it was like a whole new world. And now I work at the start. I worked way too much to try and catch up from when I was like juggling a breastfeeding baby and a, <laughs> and a zoom call. Like, you know, I felt like I was so behind. So I spent way too long at the start of the year working, yeah. but now I've got a lot of clients in the US and so my days start really early. I'm often on calls at 6 a.m. Yeah. So I try and get my me time in before then and, you know, do the That's early and stretching and some mindset stuff and, yeah, early, wow. early, early. It's amazing. Um, and now I'm, I typically work like three days a week, like definitely with meetings and then yeah. the rest of the time I fit work in, nights, mornings, nap yeah. time like whenever because yeah. I, I love it and I, I yeah. want to yeah um so that's what life looks like now and what I've started in the last couple of months for that real downtime and for investing in me is having yeah. a bath every night I'm getting the calling to do that at the moment oh my gosh it's yeah funny you mentioned that I mean my mother has a bath every morning Morning. I, yeah, first thing oh. in the morning. It's her first thing to do. And yeah, oh, I haven't heard that before. I'm really impressed by her diligence with it. It's the way she starts her day, and she does her exercises, and then she has. She just doesn't like showers. It's just a, that's a thing for her, you know. And I get that. I love it. I kind of love the lushness of it. And I made myself have a bath the other day because I was feeling a little wrung out. It's so good. It's what a so treat! Good. It's such a treat, Elena. It's and. I am a person who has a very, I get addicted to stories. And so I can't read fiction if I want to sleep. Wow, <laughs> because, that's interesting. Or watch TV. So I, we don't watch TV at all, except wow. maybe like an occasional movie here and there. Amazing. Um, and it's because I get addicted. Like, like <laughs> I would read, if I have a good book, I will read until four o'clock in the morning. Even yeah. if I have to get up at six, I have no self-control when it comes to like <laughs> putting the book down. So how do you go so, to bed? So now what I've started doing is I read in the bath oh, and then that way, or I listen nice. in the bath and that way when the, when the water gets cold. That's I, the end. It's, I leave the book there. That's and so clever. it's like it's actually given me two things, which is yeah. that like dedicated if I've worked at night or like yes. you know, done a project, then I have that like that stop That's gap, cool. that separation, plus yeah. I get that fiction in. Like it's really helped me to, I think like like you said, that lushness, like that abundance, that yeah. um, self-care, that time, like it's really, it's really, it's been really good for me. Well, it's connection. I mean, you're just connecting within, you're just yeah. having a moment of feeling in the body. You know, yeah. those, those moments are transformative. Yeah. If you can do that as a practice, yeah, that's transformative. That's it's really brilliant. nice. It's really nice. And then mm, I yeah. like it. It's been, it's been do the again. same. Mm. I, I, I strongly recommend with yeah, some bath oil, like good, oil yeah. in the bath. It's like, oh, so yeah, good. Lush. So good. Lush, lush, lush. I've been using some, some oil, which is called adaptive, which is really cool for that actually, because mm. it's like just helps the body adapt to whatever's going on. It's just kind of a hormone balancer. Yeah, really clever idea. 
Oh, so inspiring, Alex. So it's so interesting to hear your story. We've got we've got more in common than I realized, story-wise, which doesn't surprise me because we have a resonance. We always have, I think. And so that's cool. It's really cool to hear where your where your ambition and where your compassion have come from, it sounds like, in your early life. And what you said about coming from a certain type of family, but as having a certain experience of early family life, but not feeling any blame or judgment around that. I relate to that all. too. I feel yeah. the same. And and it's powerful, I think, to be able to see the reality of what you experienced, but also understand it and not feel any blame or resentment around it, but just go, okay, well, that was my experience and the people that loved me were doing the best they could. There's a lot of freedom in that, a lot yeah. of freedom that often gets missed in those stories. And it's really lovely to hear that from you. And if people want to hear more about you or connect with you and your work, because I know that the work you do is powerful and that you help a lot of people with their businesses, with their mindset around their businesses, and how can they find you? The best place is probably Instagram. So it's just at Annalise Warren, which is a double N E L I S E W O R N. Weird spelling. So you may have to look no, at it good. like it's written good. down. I'll put it in the show notes for sure. <laughs> so Definitely people can we'll put yeah. it there. And, uh, and I'll repeat it a bit later on too. And I firstly, I mean, I could talk to you all day. I think I'll have to get you back because I feel like we've just scratched the surface here. And I kind of want to know more because you're an intriguing and amazing woman. Oh, so, <laughs> and humble too. So I won't say too many nice things because you'll get all, you'll go blush. I, I know, you'll go all weird. Um, <laughs> but um, it's been so lovely to hang out. And Elise, there's always more to talk about with you. And I really appreciate you coming on and sharing your story with us. Your very Thank personal story. Thank you for story. having me, Elena. Thanks, Thanks everyone for listening. Of course. And we'll see you soon. Bye. This podcast is produced independently and made just for you. So if you have enjoyed it, please do leave me a review and you can put in the review a request for a topic or even a nomination for a particular guest if you would like me to interview someone in particular. Thank you so much for your support. If you really love it, uh, you can also share it and subscribe to it and follow it. See you soon.